Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Happy, happy Halloween, 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 <laughs> happy, happy Halloween, Silver Shamrock. I don't know about you guys, but it's always this time of year that immediately it just goes around and around and around in my head. It is from Halloween 3, which I'm throwing it out there is one of my favorite Halloweens. Welcome to page 7. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. My name is Molly Neffel. I'm Marcus Parks. I'm ready for Halloween, and I will say one thing that I got back from Henry's wedding this weekend, and I was so excited because the number one thing I was going to do was go see the new Halloween in movie theaters, and guess what? It comes out next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does indeed. I was so, I was just, I was brutally excited. That was the only thing I was going to do the second I got back, and then nothing uh, could possibly fit the bill. I was only fussy from the de- for the rest of the day. And you guys love it when I'm fussy. The entire universe loves it when you're fussy, Jackie. Yeah! Just hemming and hawing and nothing was gonna be right. Uh, but how was you? How, man, Henry had a wonderful wedding this weekend. I want to say Mazel Tov from the last podcast network. It's a Mazel Tov weekend. It was wonderful to see everybody. And man, Whew. I am exhausted, and no, I did not ice the bride and groom. Oh, I was hoping that instead of giving them the rings, you'd ice them. <laughs> well, Jackie officiated a very beautiful ceremony. I'm sure you did. I was just imagining you. what you were saying when I saw the pictures. I uh, I really wanted to ice them, and I figured that they wouldn't be into it. That's more of like a my wedding kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm throwing that out there, guys. I would like to be iced at my wedding if I ever get married. There's so Saying many opportunities for it. You could like do it when you think you're going to take out the rings, which is the first, you know, I think most obvious choice. You could also do it when you're going to take out your vows. Like, okay, time for the vows, and then you go to reach for your vows, and instead you take out nice. <laughs> Get him! I don't know if you guys have seen any of the ones that people have posted on the uh, Page 7 Facebook page, but they're all very, uh, it's great. It's, it's usually, yeah, where they turn to get the ring from, like, the, the best man or something, and then they give them an ice instead. And, um, you know, I just feel like having to explain to my mother what that is, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. I, I understand completely. I will throw it out there. I did get a good old-fashioned waza in the ceremony. And I felt really good about she that. Did, actually, that's what you opened with. <laughs> I said, yeah, I said, welcome friends, welcome family. And from the words of Anheuser-Busch, waza. 
and I felt so good about it. Wow. If I had a hat, I would take it off to you, Jackie. We thank shall you. doff our headphones. <laughs> Please and thank you. We did have a wonderful experience, and it was great to see everybody. I cried a lot. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, I, I I feel like it's a it's hard to come back to reality after a wedding. I experienced a very harsh come down after my wedding because it's so magical. So I would just say my advice to you, Jackie, this week is to treat yourself to whatever you know Halloween movies that you are able to see, not the ones that haven't come out yet, but any other ones, <laughs> because it is it sucks to go back to like normal reality after you're just like surrounded by your love lovely happy friends and family uh, for a weekend, and then you have to just turn back to the harsh world, you know. Yeah, no, it made me really sad. I did cry a good amount, but that, um, you know, that's just the name of the game. Yeah. Now I'm smiling again, guys. I'm not as stressed anymore. I wept during the ceremony, certainly. You got to. It was so sweet to look out at that whole side, and it was just all of our friends, and everybody was crying, and it made me feel so good. Yeah. And it was nice to see Henry express an emotion other than rage. <laughs> just that one time. You don't get used to it. No one gets used to it. It was the only time that will ever happen. My favorite was uh, Kevin Barnett from the Roundtable of Gentlemen, who apparently came in um, right before we walked down the aisle. And he's like, and everybody look back at me, thinking that it was the bride walking down the aisle. It was just me alone, <laughs> and I sat in the back behind everybody else. And I was just like, man, why did you get there after it's, uh, the ceremony was supposed to start? All right, now, if anyone uh, talks to Kevin on Twitter or Instagram, be sure to comment on how nasty his bandage is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, um, he was holding... There's nothing that makes me smile more than watching a friend of ours, especially because a lot of us are not around a lot of babies, and watching <laughs> Kevin Barnett hold an infant, and he has this huge, gross bandage on his hand because he had this thing cut off. It's, I mean, it's a horrible cut. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, it's disgusting. It was awful. Yeah, when he showed it, it started bleeding. <laughs> yeah, it's real rough. And so, but he's holding this baby, and from like across the room, I'm making fun of him because he's just so stiff and you can see that he just he shouldn't be holding a child no, no. so Jackie starts pointing and laughing at him and then everyone else started pointing and laughing at him so there's a whole room of people pointing and laughing at him going like hey shut up God shut up. <laughs> and I was like look at your nasty hands you're covered in sores no one wants you holding their baby I also did the same thing to him right after um the couple's first dance, which I don't like it when they do this, when they're like, can all the couples please join the uh, the bride and groom on the dance floor? And he was the only one of our friends that was sitting at the table yeah. alone. And I'm on the dance floor just pointing at him and being like, you ain't got no on it. You're all alone. Nobody wants to dance with you. I just screamed it at him from the dance floor. It was delightful. It was really, oh, it's so delightful. good to see everyone. <laughs> you, guys, you guys love each other. It was a really good time, and I'm really happy for both of them so much. And it was great to see everybody. But I will say what I did jump into right when I got back, when I was hemming and on because I couldn't see Halloween, was I started watching The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell because you guys have to watch this show. What is it? What the hell is this? 
It is on Netflix. And I want to say that it's like a hybrid of Bob Ross, Ina Garten, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Really? And Meet the Feebles. I mean, that's a pretty good elevator pitch. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is It is a show that just came out on Netflix, and I immediately started bashing through. I actually got some great recommendations because it was because of the Page 7 Facebook that someone kept saying that Rose, which is one of the characters on it, Rose is a undead raccoon that was stitched together. She's a puppet, and she's got a big pink bow in her head, and one of her hands is actually just a fork. And she's real gross and disgusting. And a lot of people were giving me shout outs saying that like, oh, this character reminds me of you, which I take as a compliment. As you should. And it's really, it's it's a very interesting show. She was an Instagram uh, hit and she's a baker and she makes really weird, creepy, ooky, spooky creations. And so that's what the show is about. But then also with her friends that they've got this like snarky mummy cat puppet named Rankle. And then there's an also like huge, hairy, like wolf beast that's also a part of the show. It is just a goddamn delight. Say the name of it again. It's called The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of Netflix, you know what else is really good on Netflix right now? Surprisingly, mm-hmm. The Haunting of Hell House is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I'll watch that. Is it? Yeah, I'm uh, like two and a half episodes in. It's solid supernatural horror. A couple of the characters are a little annoying, but otherwise, I mean, that's any on when you get a big cast. There's going to be a you're not going to love everybody, uh, but for the most part, yeah. Great scares, uh, cool uh, effects, good story, great storytelling. I'm down for it. If I may make my recommendation of the week, I don't have any time to watch any of your guys' show because I was too busy watching the two-hour premiere (laughs) of Dancing with the Stars Jr. and the one-hour second episode of it. That's right. Three total hours (laughs) of Dancing with the Stars Jr. too many hours. So many many hours. I don't have that much time. I'm a new mother. And I was (laughs) fitting in the three hours of Dancing with the Stars Jr. And I want us to talk about so many things all in one night uh no two nights okay okay Okay. two nights no i don't have that kind of time but uh but oh my god so you know the there's i don't make fun of children because children are excellent and innocent uh and so there is absolutely Mm. no shade i want to throw towards any of the children i've seen the good son i know what happens when kids are around other kids (laughs) and they're not around adults (laughs) the good son well uh one of the good sons was in fact the good grandson of sarah palin Uh trip palin right um and he is so cute and i felt terrible for him because he was clearly being used as a pawn because Uh. bristol palin did dancing with the stars and so it was like in a furtherance of publicity for her, kind yeah. of. What? Uh, Trip Palin uh, the stars. I mean, couldn't that be said of a lot of the parents on that show? Definitely, right? Some of most we discussed. I would last say time, most of the parents on the show that could be said about. Many of the kids are not actually famous; they just have famous parents. Mm-hmm. Parents, um, yeah. Scotty Pippen's daughter and Stevie Wonder's son. Mm-hmm. However, I 
think that Stevie Wonder's son is fantastic. He's this like cool, shy 13 year old who's just like has like the energy of Stevie Wonder. Uh, and he said he was like, I want to do this show because I want to set myself apart from everybody just knowing me as Stevie Wonder's son. And I'm like, all right, fair. Cool. Totally right, fair. Good for you. Good for you. Um, Scotty Pippen's daughter seems deeply uninterested in the whole thing. Maybe she's just kind of quiet, but she does not seem to be enjoying herself. Right. And I don't know what new products. Scotty Pippen has to push. He's just like, yeah, go ahead. He's like, he's like in the audience cheering for her. Uh, but wait, are all of the parents present while they are dancing? They're in the audience. Oh, okay. But like Sarah Palin was there, you know, and Bristol Palin was there. And then like the opening episode, they have like a little like meet your person. And it, it was like Trip Palin, poor Trip Palin, who again is the baby from the 2008, you know, presidential campaign, uh, was like, hanging out with Sarah Palin and Bristol Palin and then his like dance person came and they were like oh hey and Sarah Palin's like hi I'm Sarah Palin and it was so weird and then Sarah Palin's like oh Trip is just he's a typical Alaska boy he likes hunting and hiking and so then the whole time they just kept being like oh my god he really doesn't want to do this he hates this he really doesn't want to dance he's so shy and I felt so bad for him and he tried really hard and he did a good job but then he went home is he gonna get kicked off pretty soon he got kicked off in the first episode Uh, I just feel like it was very strange to have this former presidential candidate be like here's my grandson to use as a prop and then Adam Rippon who is the awesome uh, figure skater that we all fell in love with from the Olympics he's one of the judges and he was very very kind to Trip Palin but I also just feel like the whole thing is just the whole uh, Dancing with the Stars Jr. is just gay as the day is long you know as is all Dancing with the Stars and it's just a little bit odd to have Sarah Palin there you know like I'm not trying to do any sort of toilet flush it just feels weird it just felt weird yeah very, very weird. But how were they dancing? Like, how was the actual, like, how was Honey Boo Boo? How was her dancing? Honey Boo Boo is also trying to redefine herself, and I support it so much. As? Alana. Oh. oh. She's like 13 or 14. She uh, can't, she does not have rhythm. She cannot really dance. But the thing is, she's ah, a hell of- Which I think is the most of it, right? Isn't that what they're supposed to be doing? It is. It is a big part of it. But the thing about Honey Boo Boo slash Alana is that she can perform. She knows how to perform. You know, she yeah, has- Yeah, but is it sexy dancing? Like, are they like doing like the touch down the sides? Like, I've seen dirty dancing. There's a lot of like, it's like, I don't want to watch children touch each other's torsos. No, it's not like anything <laughs> like it's, it's ballroom, but it's not like dirty dancing. It's like, you know, the jive. Okay. And like, you know, even like the cha-cha, but it's just like, and they're all doing it to like fun pop songs. It's very, it's incredibly cute. Her baby's got a purr, and this Maine Coon of a woman is in need of a hole and body bristle down, cause she filthy, and she matted, and ain't nobody want tooth dreads, that's why you gotta quip up that top crevasse. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. It uses sensitive sonic vibrations to massage out those tooth dreads, and it's gentle enough to use on your sensitive gums. Sometimes people brush too hard, and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive, which is why this flabby tabby digs on a Quip. 
Only head nuzzling should be a hard touch. And that's not cause I like ya. It's cause I'm putting my scent on your scent. Cat fact. I'm usually too busy licking on myself, and that's why I love that Quip takes the thinking out of my cat meats, so I ain't gotta take it out myself. Never think about buying a toothbrush again. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks. So when you are nonchalantly sucking back on a salmon treat on a booze to Tuesday, you get brush heads delivered right to you. So go ahead and lick yourself on the back as a cat, thank you. Because three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, and ineffective. And that's some cat honk right there. When I'm out there pawing at balls on a stick, I don't want to be brushing stressed. Use Quip. It takes the thinking out of brushing them fish gnashers. That's why I love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just 25 bucks, and if you go to getquip.com slash page seven, you get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash page seven. The only thing that I don't like about it is that they keep they call them kid couples, which I don't like. Yeah. And um, I think it was Scotty Pippen when he was talking to his daughter. He was like, "Oh, you've never danced with a boy before. Like, oh, be careful when you're dancing with a boy. I'm gonna be." Oh. So I can't remember if it was Scotty Pippen or somebody. Some dad told his daughter, "I'm gonna be jealous," which is just like Ew. extremely creepy. Uh. Don't be jealous of your daughter dancing with somebody her age, and also like they're ballroom dancing it might actually not be a romantic relationship also they're 10 you know they are like between the ages yeah. of like 10 and 14 yeah and i'm watching a honey boo boo dance with tristan right now and yeah. i don't think his dad has anything to worry about in that department yeah oh. that's you know it's just it's just a lot of really fabulous dancers <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot of fabulous children let's yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. The children are <laughs> and the face so of the famous children famous you know quote-unquote children quote unquote famous they're not quote unquote children they are paired with like a this is another slightly weird part of it like a professional child dancer you know so Mm. like they're all paired with like a child who knows how to dance professional child (laughs) dancer (laughs) oh that's just I'm sorry I know I guess it's nice and I'm happy that they have the opportunity to do those things but uh, professional child dancer no it's it's tough I mean unless they I know if they really really want to do it that's great and you support them but then you think about Trip and and he's forced into doing something he doesn't want to do just to live out the dreams of their parents, which I feel like a lot of them are, but that's my own problem. No, it's a very good. <laughs> I, I, it's it. a very good question because, like, you know, like I think that we all agree that, like, what happened to like the Stranger Things kids, and particularly Millie Bobby Brown, like mm. the children that young, like, should not be subjected to fame. It's just not healthy for them. Yeah, go back to school, do your job, do your thing, go back to school. Right. I I some like with with like little kids who are like really good dancers. There's part of me that's like, is it a little bit different? Because if you're just like, if you're like a da- if you like go to dance competitions every weekend, but you like aren't like a famous person, mm-hmm. is that just something that you is that just you being a kid who really really loves something? And so you're a dancer, and now you're on a TV show, and that's like kind of a big deal. But like, is that is kids have things that they love, and if you love dancing, isn't that okay? But I don't really know. Maybe you shouldn't be on TV when you're a kid, no matter what. Yeah. But but 
But the kids, they just love to dance. And I, just, I know. I, I just I'm happy it. for them. I'm happy that they're dancing. I just don't want to watch it. <laughs> and I'm glad that I don't have to deal with any watching of any children dancing, at least I'm assuming as of right now, in the new revival of Cats that I'm really excited about. Because every time you talk about this, it makes me always think of Les Miz, which I know that I probably bring up every time because of Castle on a Cloud. And I really hate that every in my favorite musical that I have to watch children singing but I don't think that there are any kids in it because now that they're coming out with this stuff Molly I don't know if you saw this or not the new casting in uh, Cats I mean I've I like no you okay by that by that uh, response you don't know the new casting in Cats Jackie please well because I had been wanting to talk about the whole Taylor Swift thing but you know that's fine but who did just get cast in it is a one Idris Elba. Yes, I did see this. I did see this. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't think there's any children in Cats. I'm not too familiar with Cats, but I but I also know that it's going to have Ian McKellen, Jennifer Hudson, James Corden in it as well. James but, Corden, man. I really mm. could do without that guy. I know, but I like his singing in the cars with the people, and I enjoy it. Yeah, that's fun, kind of despite him, I feel like. Um, just I just want to make a quick programming note that while you are correct that Castle on the Cloud is the worst song in Les Mis I think that Gavroche is an awesome character and his song is good but he is I, but you know what happens to Gavroche yes so. we do know what happens to Gavroche <laughs> we all do but I think that the main reason why I'm bringing this up is because in my research of looking up uh, Idris Elba then of course I just started staring at pictures of Idris Elba because that's what happens every time I look him up I found a music video of Idris Elba's of his song called Private Garden. And I watched the video probably five or six times. It's a little rip rappy, kind of. It's more R&B than anything. But all I know is that I would like to have sex with him even more now than I did before. And I didn't think that that was possible. I guess my concern is the costumes that are kind of famous for cats. I don't want to see Idris Elba in one of those costumes. Why? His package will be delivered. Yeah, but the, the I was terrified of the musical Cats when I was a kid because those costumes are really fucking scary. Well, Idris Elba is playing the uh, the villain, Makavity. He's a big, mean cat. He's a big- <laughs> They're all cats. And it's a second cat. He was also Shere Khan in The Jungle Book. Oh. Oh, yeah, baby. And I am completely there for it. I just, um, in the uh, in the video that uh, for Private Garden, um, there's a lot of, like, painting of each other. It's very weirdly sensual. And I'm not saying he's the best singer I've ever heard. Okay. But I will say that it might up your sex juices when you watch it. All right. I'll take That's that. That's all I'm saying. I'll take that I think that you should watch Private Garden a couple of times. At least ten times. <laughs> <laughs> because he is on a pier in Puerto Rico with some hot little thing, and all he wants to do is, like, love her and take care of her. And something about her private garden. I forget. I think that has something to do with, like, a pussy zhuzh. I know. And I... I'm well aware what a private garden is. 
You think that's a pussy zhuzh? Yeah, of I course mean, that's a pussy zhuzh. Seems like that's what a private card would <laughs> be. I, get, I don't know, but it's like he just wants it. To, I, now I have to read the lyrics of it. See, it's a private garden. Because secret garden, that's more of like a mind type of thing. Like a secret garden is a place within yourself that you retreat to for uh, peace and quiet. Yeah. But a private garden. Do you want to see my private garden? Yeah, because private garden... That implies that entrance can be gained. Uh-huh. Mm, and there are gates, and you don't have to put any little boys in ice baths. <laughs> <laughs> Which will forever... You know what? I refuse to rewatch Secret Garden. Forever and ever, all I will ever remember from the movie is the little boy whose legs don't work that they put him inside of an ice bath. Yeah, I think that we were all... Traumatized by the secret garden. Never saw it. He's really tra- so. Show me where you're coming from, girl. Show me what you're running from, girl. Mm. It might take time for you to trust. Let your guard down. Let this brother enter your private garden. Uh huh. Okay. I think we know what a private <laughs> garden is now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe we ever yeah. had any question about it. It's uh, yo, look, you've been up, you've been down, you've been lost, you've been found. From the first time we meet, this is real. Words from small talk words for the awkward will jump to argue against the anger I feel when you tell me to makes me think <laughs> about the past but we go kill but the time this doesn't make any sense now, well, you gotta remember this. Idris Elber's very British oh yeah, yeah. you so, think that that has something to do with it yeah yeah I think if, if you were to hear him say it like you know like rap it in a British accent mm. then I think it would make a lot more sense but oh if we're just saying it's like makes me think about the past but we go kill but this time was hurt <laughs> it's it's a lot more sensual when you're listening to it. Did anyone else have the experience of watching the entirety of The Wire and not realizing that Idris Elba was British? Yeah. And then seeing a video of him speak and being like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, my God. What a delightful surprise. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He's so damn sexy. And I just want to see it, man. He has the entrance. He doesn't need a key. He's welcome to come in, especially as my mother was showing me the key that she had made. So my mother is obsessed with Outlander, and I've talked about this before because she's really into the sex. And she was talking about how she had a key made. So my also, just side note, my mother was hitting on my um, dude friend the entire weekend. <laughs> she kept rubbing on his chest and talking about how tall he was. <laughs> And because he was talking, he was talking about how long his arms are. And she goes, "You know, being tall is very attractive to a short family." And I was like, "All right, mom." <laughs> well, she Back told it me up that he, she thought she thought he was wonderful. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But she kept rubbing on his chest. Huh. She didn't and, do uh, that to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. She was. <laughs> so it wasn't was, like every guy at the wedding was like getting chest rubs. No, I I didn't get any. Uh, I didn't get. Any. I got some very loving hugs. I'm and I'm I am happy that you got it because I feel that I mean he was fine with it. My dude was he's like, you know, your mother is very and I was like, she's not being this affectionate with everybody. No. So I'm oh I'm watching you, Linda. I know what's happening over there. I see it. But then she was trying to show him because she had a ring made. I guess it's like a replica of an outlander. He's got some sort of key that's to his 
a state castle and he takes the key and then like a bunch of hot metal scene he forges it into a wedding ring for her and so my mom had a replica of it made and then she kept talking about how he needed to give me the key to his estate but then like looking at his dick when she would say it and it was kind of making me upset (laughs) (laughs) sounds like some innuendo was happening yeah, I think it's a private garden. Now I'm, Now that I'm thinking about it, I think my mother wanted entrance into my boyfriend's private garden. Nah. I think she was saying that he should give you entrance into his private garden. Yeah. I, I think, or that he should find the proper entrance into your private garden. A formal entrance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> formal, not just a day pass. Like, we're talking right. like full access. Mm. Full access <laughs> pass. Do I think that I do? I need to start calling my squirty bird my private garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The hedges are thick, but once you cut through that rose patch, you'll find a big old juicy fountain. <laughs> Uh, is that what happens in a private? Uh, <laughs> that's very specific. Uh, is that how? This has been so long since we've done roundtable. I forgot how much I dislike you talking about your lady parts. Oh, my squirty bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still call her that every day. She likes it though. Her ears perk up. She likes to be talked about. <laughs> oh, wait, so I have a question that's not about private gardens, mm. but it is about weddings. Because, Jackie, you helped me uh, compile a lot of the songs on my wedding playlist, which I still listen to a lot um, whenever I need to pick me up. And I was recently in a wedding myself, and the RSVP said, what one song would you like to hear? Which is something that people sometimes do for their weddings, which I think is fun. But I just panicked because sometimes I just say fuck it and I just choose, like, an obscure song that nobody else likes that I like, but yeah. I know that that's rude. Yeah. So I was like, I have to pick a real crowd pleaser. And I got so in my head about it because I was like, well, I don't, I know the groom and the bride, but I don't really know their friends. So I don't know what is a crowd pleaser to them, you know? And I was like, yeah. what is a crowd pleaser to everybody? And at first I, I wanted to suggest We Belong by Pat Benatar because that has significance to me and I think it's a crowd pleaser but maybe it's not and then I suggested Total Eclipse of the Heart because I feel like that is definitely a crowd pleaser but also you know these people were a little younger than me so I'm like maybe they don't really love Total Eclipse of the Heart and so I was trying to think of like the universal language of wedding songs Mm -hmm. you know and what is and I feel like obviously Whitney yeah. Is is always good, but it's Harbor Lander. Yeah, that yeah. one. Maybe oh, you really love me. <laughs> Ooh, I say a prayer with every heartbeat. Like, did you pick that one? I didn't. I said Total Eclipse of the Heart, and then I spent a lot of time second guessing myself. <laughs> did they play it? They didn't. Veto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I felt a little judged, honestly. <laughs> Don't throw me in the stocks, governor. I ain't here to steal the bread. Just touch the apples for ripeness. I may know way too much about being publicly humiliated via wrist hanging, but I did not know nothing about stock investments until Robinhood came around. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. So no brokers be taking your ripe apples that you ain't want to give away for free. 
Robinhood is a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Throwing it out there, Mary from LPN Straight Up had to explain to me what the stock market is before I downloaded this. You know, it's not my fault. I took Latin American history instead of American economics, so I blame the school system. But that's why Robinhood is clutch. Even someone that has cheated their brain away can start building a portfolio using your phone. Robinhood uses easy-to-understand charts and market data. Place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. If you use the Robinhood web platform, it lets you view stock collections like 100 Most Popular or ones with female CEOs or sections like entertainment and analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock. I was very intimidated at first, but I swear if a woman that regularly speaks like Jar Jar Binks in her emails can do it, you can definitely do it too. And the best part is, ain't no costs and no commission fees. Because peeps taking my money for my money that I want to use to make moss money are the Jafars in this sitch. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep all your profits. And that's something I would ask a boo to doff his tiny cute monkey hat to. Because you got to keep one jump ahead of the bread line, one swing ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. And that's everything. Jesus, don't admit your guilt, Aladdin. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. So sign up at page7.robinhood.com. That's page7.robinhood.com. And so... So then I was like, if I could do that again, what should I do differently? But you just got to go sing along to me. I, I almost wish I had said, don't stop believing. But, you know, it's too much. Everyone's going to do that. It's going to yeah, be yeah. on there. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's got to be, I feel like it's got to be a power ballad and it's got to be a sing along. I can't believe that they didn't use Total Eclipse of the Heart. It's a pretty slow one. I mean, I, I would be, I, I, I'd be on the fence about it. Yeah. Yeah, but then when it did a do, 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 do. And I mean, right? Is that just me? No, that's not just you. I mean, one of my fondest memories from my wedding is dancing with you to Total Eclipse of the Heart. I was thinking about that as Madeline and I were dancing at the wedding this weekend because it was like just thinking of all of the sweaty pictures of the two of us from your wedding just scream singing that song. Because I really, it's like the one song that I asked for to be played at the wedding was the cha-cha slide. Oh, and good I got choice, it. good choice, good, good, good choice. Always love the cha-cha slide. And that's what we were talking about with the, like, the cha-cha with the little kids on Dancing with the Stars Jr. It was just like, I don't know, I was dancing pretty sexily to the cha-cha slide. I think you can make cha-cha pretty sexy. You look pretty good doing the cha-cha slide. It was, a, I mean, it was a full group effort. Everyone loves the cha-cha slide. I think it's vastly superior than Cupid the regular shuffle? electric slide. Definitely superior to the electric slide. I also will take a Cupid Truffle, though. Yeah? yeah. I, I don't know the Cupid Truffle. That's that one where they go to the left, and, and you're walking down the street, and you're walking down the street. See, my problem is now I think about this dumb fitness class I take because we do a four-minute plank while doing that song with your legs where you're doing, like, mountain climbers and stuff, so now the song has no happiness. Yeah. It's only upset. That's like, uh, did you see the uh, that um, there was a viral tweet about the fact that New York Presbyterian has a Spotify playlist of songs you can do CPR to? <laughs> and it is awesome because if you just remember one of the songs, you'll be able, you'll do, it's 100 beats per minute. So what I will remember is Just Dance by Lady 
Gaga. That's pretty good. Just dance. Gonna be okay. You gotta do it a lot faster than you think. I thought the other one was... I See, I always think of another one bites the dust. Bum, 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 bum. Another one bites the dust. It's a long playlist. I'm sure that you can find it, Marcus. It's like a good, long, long playlist, and a lot of different songs are on there, so there's like really something for everybody. So if you ever have to do CPR, you're just going to be like, just dance, going to be okay. Going to be crazy in love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been one week since you loved me. me. <laughs> oh, no, not that one. How to do with the man and the man. Yeah, Same <laughs> kind of life. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, ba- oh, wow. I want something else. <laughs> that one works. Man in the Mirror is too, like, I feel like I would be like, ooh, ah, you know, like yeah. I have to really kind of get into it. And the mirror. Like, yeah, I would get too into it and then be like, oh, am I saving someone? I now I just want to give CPR to someone. <laughs> I don't hope anyone's in trouble. I'm just saying I would like to give CPR to someone. So choose your song and then remember it in your head so that you will always know how fast you have to do CPR. Yeah, I'm, I'm choosing fantasy. <laughs> I think that, yeah, but then what if you get hard while you're giving CPR? Ain't no one going to be paying attention to me. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. If you're if you're getting hard, though. If you're worried about getting <laughs> hard, if you're worried about getting hard, you can just always switch over to, yeah, it's been one week since I feel like if I came back while someone was singing that while giving me CPR, I'd be like, you know what? Stop. You know what? I give up. Let me just be here on my I, own. I saw you know? a nice light. I'm going to go back. <laughs> I'd rather the forever silence. I think yeah, I'll be for, all yeah, right. Forever silence. Same Jakarta. Baby, baby. And it's really, CPR is really exhausting, you know? So yeah. you wake up to somebody just sweating. <laughs> wait, where, wait, is is this a playlist on Spotify? It's on Spotify. Yeah. Songs to do CPR to. Yeah. Yeah, 40, 40 songs long. A lot of them I actually didn't recognize. Yeah, you have to find like the one that, that means the most to you. Man, all right, I'll look into that. And now I'm just going to start giving to I was watching, I don't know why, you know how you do. I was watching some videos of uh, people giving baby CPR. You know, you got to put your mouth like over their whole head. Over their nose, yeah. Wow. I, I took infant CPR for... Uh, I have to take it all the every year for work, but I also took it in preparation for having a child, and it is traumatizing. Yeah, it looks like you're going to eat your baby's head. <laughs> but also, speaking of eating a baby's head, weird segue, are we happy about the new royal baby? Hmm. Wait, is this, this is uh, uh, Meghan Markle, Meghan ba- Markle she baby. She popping it out. You know, I want those other kids to have a little cousin. I think that'll be fine. I am not as excited as I thought I was going to be. Yeah. Number because one, because jealous. he should be having a baby with me. Yes, and that's, that's fair. That's the main reason. The main reason. And um, number two, it's more just like, eh, you know, I'm just sad about I wanted him to have a more fun partner. No, dude. You know what I mean? Meghan Markle is beautiful, though, and he's so much better looking than Will. So how much... 
no, I'm not going to badmouth the looks of the royal children. But how cute, because those royal children are extremely cute. But I feel like uh, a red hair, like, like. Oh, a little ginger baby. A little ginger baby. Like, that baby's going to be cute as hell. Yeah, a baby that looks nothing like the royal family, because it is not of the royal family. Of the royal family. And that is do that is what it is a definite, especially as uh, Harry's getting older and older. He is for certain, for certain, not complete and a hundred percent brothers with Prince William, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because doesn't it? Isn't it a tennis star? The tennis guy. Yeah, yeah. A tennis star guy that he looks identical to. Yeah, that's the best. It's like the only thing that makes me happier than the side by side photos of uh, Harry and that guy are. Anytime I look at Ronan Farrow's face, yeah. <laughs> it just makes me so uh, happy. Yeah. Oh my God, he is so Frank Sinatra's child, and it, it just just delightful. It is. It kind of makes me happy, but also, man, Prince Harry's just so hot. I, then I went down like a weird, um, I went down a weird worm time with watching just pictures and videos of Prince Harry hugging children, which yes, sounds creepy, but. He looks like he's so good with kids. He does. Wait, you know who's not good with kids? Not to bring it back to Dancing with the Stars Jr., but the answer is Frankie Muniz, who is the host (laughs) of Dancing with the Stars Jr. Yeah, I would imagine he'd be terrible with kids. When did that guy get rehabilitated? Wasn't he like a famous asshole? No, he was just an asshole in a single episode of Punked, and it got that kind of went viral. Because remember, they like they wrecked his car or something like that. He was like mad. Yeah, you where's my car? And it was like a super. It was an asshole's car. Uh huh. Is it Frankie Muniz, as the the kid from Malcolm in the Middle? Oh yeah. yeah. And he became a race car driver. Yes. But what does he have to do with Dancing with the Stars? Junior. He's the host because he was on regular Big Boy Dancing with the Stars, and so he is one of two hosts, and he is so condescending. To the children, and it bugs me because I'm like, man, you were a child not that long ago. Don't you remember that you don't have to talk down to them? But he, and he also just looks, he looks like he has a gun in his back, is the problem. He just looks like he does not. If Trey Palin didn't want to be there, Frankie Muniz definitely does not want to be there. Oh, yeah, but imagine how much money he's getting paid to be there. Does he have to, like, touch, like, does he have to, like, hug the kids to congratulate them? Like, how is he so awkward? He's just like, oh, did, how do you feel about that? And they're like, I feel good. You know, like, he's like, oh, yeah, did you have fun? And they're like, yeah. You know, it's like Ryan Seacrest. It's like the awkward, like, horrible interviews that they have to do. And then, they, you know, the kids have to, like, after somebody gets kicked off, they're everyone's crying, and then they, like, ask the kid right away how they're feeling. And I'm like, don't ask the kid how they're feeling when they're you upset. You know how they're feeling. Yeah, but he, no, he just has to be like, he just has to be like, yeah, how, what? He has to pretend he's, re- the whole thing is just like, everybody has that, like, really excited. The plastered smile of, like, the, of a, of everybody a, welcome to Dancing with the Stars, Junior. We've got a lot of dancing to see tonight. Let's get it up right to Sarah Bailey. Like, it feels Ugh. like if you stop smiling, like, there's a bomb and it'll, everything's gonna <laughs> explode, you know? Like, if yeah. It's like that type of like kind of a clockwork orange situation and he just has like the most forced smile and then he's like yeah like screaming at the kids about how excited everything is and it's just it's a uh, it's interesting to see him back because I thought that his reputation had been permanently like uh destroyed besmirched yeah 
I think that it is fun, though. I, you know what? I kind of always love it. Especially, it's like, my niece is 12. She's at the wedding. Very, very awkward. Very, very quiet. I kind of love... Now I get why people have children. Because embarrassing and making a child... Um, Not that she was uncomfortable. It's more just like, look at how insane your aunt and uncle are. And I, she, I, I kind of I love having children feel like that. Where it's yes. like, you should be embarrassed about yourself. It's like, no. Dude, I'm an adult. I don't fucking have to be embarrassed about anything. Oh yeah, being being making children feel embarrassed on your behalf is a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> really looking forward to it myself. Like really exasperating them and then having them just be like, "Oh my god," you know, it's just it is a it is a great joy because they're right. They're like so many kids that age are like you should be humiliated by this. And you're like, I don't get humiliated. <laughs> and it's like, it's it's fun. It makes me, so, I, I, I forget at one point, I was in front of a bunch of people and my sister was out in front, not when I was actually officiating, it was at some point over the wedding weekend. And my sister was making the motion for me to close my legs because my legs were splayed out. And I guess you kind of see my underwear. And I just shook my head, no. <laughs> and then I opened my legs even further because that's the best part. I was like, don't tell me what to do. I'm an adult. If I want to show everyone my underpants, I'm showing everybody my underpants. <laughs> that is the best response to somebody really subtly being like, you want to close your legs? And you're like, well, just opening them more and more. And more. That's- but that is like such a kid response to like, my older sister telling me what to do. And I was just like, Mm-mm. I choose now. I don't give an H what you got to say about it. Just like I can't wait to go to Burger King and eat one of their new dumb frozen Fanta scary black cherry slushies because apparently it turns your poop neon blue. Ooh, really? Yeah. And there's a whole big thing about it. Everyone's upset because it turns your poop neon blue. Man, something's got to be in that if it makes it all the way through your digestive system. Like the only other thing that turns your poop colors is beets. Oh, man. We don't got Burger Kings around here. I got to go find one. I'm sure I can find one at least fairly close. But what I don't understand is exactly like you're saying, because I don't think that the drink itself has, uh, because it's like last year they did the whole, like, remember that when they did like the Jet Black Whopper burgers? Because Marcus, you had one of those, right? I didn't get around to it, no. Oh, okay, because I wanted to get one of those. So this year they have this weird slushy that I don't believe is bl- uh, blue on the outside, but when it goes through your system, it makes your your butts blue. Blue on the inside. Wow. What does it do? What does it do to your insides? That's that is terrifying. There is a, a Burger King in Ridgewood, Queens, Marcus. Uh, I also just found out there's actually a Burger King in my neighborhood. Oh, great. So. Might take myself a little trip. Please report back. It's, it's a really delayed gratification. You gotta wait 12 to 24 hours to yeah. see what happens. Is that how long it takes to get happen? I don't know. I mean, that's kind of... I kind of feel like things happen on about a 24-hour basis, but I'm yeah. no endocrine system expert. I'd say 24 to 48 for me. I'm just really excited because I really want to have neon, and you know I don't like humor very often but if it's bright blue that's fun for me you boo you you try to make your slippy slidey jokes i know what's happening oh what's wrong jackie you don't like you don't like wait a minute wait a minute don't double hand fart at me (laughs) 
I might need an Al Borland to step in every now and again to help fix up my holes, but one thing he can't fix is my style. Although I would not say no to having his dirty plaids laying on my bedroom floor. That's why I use Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Slime up Heidi, because this tool man needs more than just tool time. Go to stitchfix.com slash page seven and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick items to send right to your door. Then you just try them on, pay for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. Man, I'm good at being Tim the Tool Man Taylor. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Last month, my stylist knew I was wedding bound, and I talked about my bomb.com jumpsuit with pockets and booby slits, but this time they killed it with a fancy black mesh cutout sweater that shows just the right amount of my supple for those slightly chilly LA nights. Fancy mesh! The stylist really listen to your wants and needs, and y'all know I need my mesh because, spoiler alert, Mesh 2018 ain't ending in December, y'all. Bring on Mesh 2019! Or is it Mesh Forever at this point? Watch out, Val Kilmer Batman, because this joker's dressed to a mesh and needs a bat fix from a rose on the gray. Ooh! Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied towards anything you keep from your shipment. Wilson, Wilson gonna come eye-creeping on over that fence. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash page seven, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all the items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash page seven to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash page seven. I just, I just put something together, which I don't think I put together before. You said you hate poop. You don't like poop humor. No poops, no farts. But I remember you don't like farts, and it's a real, but, but wait, can we talk about your relationship to the Austin Powers movies? Yeah. I mean, get in my <laughs> belly. Yeah, but, no but very soon after that, I'm sorry, I farted. Huh? I don't, see, I don't laugh, then that's why I shook the lip. <laughs> And I say, you fat bastard, you know that's not couth. Isn't there a whole joke extended about. scene of fat bastard like pooping and describing what's in it? Yeah, he described, yeah, uh, yeah, right? I remember baby the other, other white meat, uh-huh. which I do say often. But <laughs> honestly, guys, have I never actually confessed this? You haven't seen I've all I've never the seen them. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen them. I've never seen any of them. Not a single one? I've seen parts of them. <laughs> I have never actually watched any of them. Wow. Just like Shrek when I'm, you know, in a morning, I'm making waffles. You know, I love being a cheeky donkey, but I've also never seen the Shrek movies either. Well, I mean, none of us have never actually seen Norbit. How are you doing? <laughs> I definitely thought that you guys had seen Norbit a bunch no, of times. neither one of us have ever seen anything besides a... Uh, you know, minute and a half super clip of the montage. <laughs> oh my god! And I just—I'm telling you—I was on the plane and I watched it when she's in, when recipe show. 
when Rasmussen's in the car and she's trying to move the seat back and she goes, I know go back further than this. Something wrong with this car. Hey, you darn. But as she's doing it, she's honking the horn because the breast is so big. Hey, you honking the horn. She breaks the car. She breaks the car seat and looks over and goes like, hmm, hey, you darn. You darn. <laughs> when I was... When I was uh, in the hospital right before giving birth, you know, I had this like uh, this condition where I was retaining all of this water and I rapidly gained weight and my hands looked like, uh, you know, everyone kept saying that they looked like uh, inflated rubber gloves. But I was like, they don't look like inflated rubber gloves. They look like Norbert, Norbert, <laughs> whatever the fuck. I look like an Eddie Murphy character. And it was the only thing that I could laugh about. It could be, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Every time, I only wish that every time the whole team of you know doctors and nurses came in, they'd be like, like "Hi, you're there." <laughs> Actually, I think we should make that a, a thing among doctors. When a doctor comes in <laughs> to the hospital room, the first thing he should go is, "Hi, you're there." <laughs> and and that like, is a great icebreaker. Great no icebreaker. matter what you're going through, you're going to laugh. Yeah, every time. How are you doing? Uh. Man, now I wish I knew, Molly. I would have just called you every, like, three hours and be like, Hey, you dare! <laughs> just to make you laugh. But I bet you probably were not laughing at that point. I was, no. I I was not laughing. I would imagine not. I was not. But I knew that it was funny. I knew that someday I would laugh. And that day is today. Yeah. I'm proud of you. All right, it's time for the list! Oh! Ah! Who's on the list? Marcus! Gotta have that list! 25 iconic roles that were almost played by someone else. That's a fun list. Okay. Did you know that Tiffany Amber Thiessen, you know, from Saved by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski, almost played Rachel Green on Friends? Wolf. Said she was just a little too young. Wolf. Ooh. Would not have worked. She has no. Comedic timing. Comedic timing. No charisma. No anything. I mean, she had the breasts for it for sure, though. I will give her that. Because if you watch that show, Cooking with Tiffany or Dinner at Tiffany's or yeah, Dinner at Tiffany's, oh, she has the charisma of a doormat. And it's <laughs> wait, does she have a Food Network show? Yeah, I'm really she used to. I don't have the Cooking Channel anymore because of my damn cable package. But it is a show on the Cooking Channel, which is like the the budget cousin of the Food Network, and it's called Co- ah. Dinner at Tiffany's. And literally, she just invites people from Say by the Bell over which is why I watch it yeah. and she's like she just makes like mediocre food she's like now when I make a grilled cheese I like to put butter on the bread and it's like everybody fucking does that you don't deserve a <laughs> cooking show that's what a grilled cheese is what a grilled yeah. cheese is you want to make sure you put some nice cheese on there it'll be nice and creamy she does not deserve a cooking it's just like Famous, she just invites either people from Say by the Bell or other mediocre 90 stars over and then makes them like popcorn with seasoning on it. And she's like, now what you can do with the popcorn is put a little bit of flavors on it. Ah. It's infuriating. I say we put her in the garbage. In the garbage. You know who was supposed to be the two uh, cowboys from Brokeback Mountain? Ooh, who? Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Would watch. I would watch, but at the same time... Good gravy. Watch that movie again. Have you seen the movie recently? Not recently. No, not since college when it came out. 
But I definitely would not trade Jake Gyllenhaal for anybody. And Heath Ledger, oh, the way that they kiss and the way that they have sex that they don't really want to have with their wives. Man, it's great. I, but I guess, you know, if I'm thinking like Legends of the Fall, Brad Pitt, I guess I'm on board. I would, I would be into that. Legends of the Fall, Brad Pitt, and Basketball Diaries, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mmm. Yeah, if we could do different age, different times, then I would be completely on board. But you know what? Throwing it out there, I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio didn't have the passion. Yeah. Mmm. See, it wouldn't make any sense. They're too famous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. At that time, though, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger were fairly famous, though, right? Heath Ledger, I feel like I, that, well, the one criticism of that movie was, wasn't it kind of like, wow, look at these two brave actors, like, be gay for a movie, you know yeah. what I mean? That was a big thing about it, yeah. But the, both of them were, like, what is it? They weren't that, fa- like, Jake Gyllenhaal had, what, like, uh, but Donnie Darko mm-hmm. at that point? Yeah, um, that's why I was obsessed with them. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Heath Ledger had, what? Ten Things I Hate About You, mm-hmm. A Knight's Tale. Mm-hmm. They weren't that, like, they were known, yeah, but they weren't yeah. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, right. yeah. I feel right. I feel like that that was too much, and they probably wouldn't have had the same ease the way the two of them did, you know? I'm glad with this choice. That choice was a good one. But we gotta move on to blind items. What? We, we can't, can't see them! Got one for you today. This is, But this is a pretty big one. This A-list reality star spent two hours on a conference call yesterday with the same lawyer who handled her previous divorce. All told, there were six people on the call all discussing steps to be taken and how they can be implemented on short notice. The writing is on the wall with her celebrity husband. Molly, you look like you know the answer. It is obviously Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> you beat me, Jackie. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry I didn't mean to do it, Molly, too. But yeah. yeah. Very yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. yes, of course it is. You got uh, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to say, I think I'm identifying with Kim Kardashian and it's gotta be. It's gotta, gotta you know, ye ain't what ye used to be. Yeah. And it ain't no good. I will say, though, him dancing around in that Perrier bottle costume on Saturday Night Live was delightful. I did not it see that. It was delightful. It was delightful. I will give you that. It was delightful. But here's the thing I don't think he's having a mental breakdown. I think what it is. That he's one of those musicians, or just artists in general, musical genius, but actually really dumb. Yeah, I've been agonizing be. over this because <laughs> I it could be. I've, I've, you know, I've defended Kanye a lot on this show. I really like Kanye. I like his music. I think uh, I, 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 yeah. And watching all this happen, I was like, I was like pretty, pretty bummed out about it. And I don't know how to make sense of it. I know people are talking about his. Uh, you know, people are. Some people say, "Well, this is exploitative because of his mental health." Other people are saying, "Your mental health doesn't have to make you a MAGA person." Like people are kind of coming at it from all different kinds of ways, and I just don't. I have no idea how to make sense of it, but it does. It does bum me out. I don't think he's. Yeah, I don't think it's mental health or anything like that. I, I think he's just. He. I think he just doesn't have a hell of a whole lot of sense. One theory that I did see was that <laughs> that somebody said Kanye was always mad that Obama of Obama and Jay Z's closeness, and so this is him. <laughs> that, I mean, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I think that's kind of that's that the most fun, fun explanation, you know. Or he could also be very smart and extremely self uh, like self aware. Like when he said, like when I put on this hat, I feel good and I feel like. 
like Superman. It makes me feel like I have a dad. And I was like, wow, you actually kind of hit a lot of shit right on the nail. That's the thing. <laughs> like, you, yeah. like, really, like, hit, like, what a lot of people were thinking and what the psychology behind a lot of this is. Like, you really hit it on the head and you're openly saying why you're enjoying this. Yeah. So maybe you're really smart and just have no uh, compunction whatsoever about put it all out on the line yeah i mean i think that's the thing i feel like the dude is pretty smart which is another thing why i'm about this why it's so baffling but i also do think that he might be and this is coming from someone that you know i know nothing about politics or any of that kind of shit but it seems like too it's like isn't it great for him no matter what it's like even bad press is good press Right, I don't in this. Uh, I don't know in this, in this day and context, age. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's true anymore. I'm not sure if it's true. Only because I think that whatever. I mean, the, 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 the Trump's constituency and Kanye's constituency have nothing to do with each other, and 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 yeah. I mean, it's just a baffle. I'm just like looking at this like what. Or is it some sort of conspiracy of the Kardashian family to start putting out all this stuff and to start, maybe he's being dosed with something so that if she wants to leave him, that all of this stuff is openly, publicity-wise, his fault and it has nothing to do with them. That's a theory. Or this entire (laughs) thing, or he could be a brilliant artist that is actually doing something amazing that we don't even know yet. The payoff is yet to come. <laughs> like, like the, that there could be, like, at the end of it, like, some, like, brilliant payoff here that, like, none of us see coming. That he's, like, even, like, his marriage to Kim Kardashian is, like, something, like, it's a part of the entire process. That would be kind of fun. That'd be fun. That's best case scenario. Best case scenario. That'd be really, I mean, I don't think. Fingers crossed. I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> like, it's what it is, I don't think that's what it is at all, but. We can, we can dream, you but, know. Uh, but that'd be really cool if this is, like, some sort of weird performance art. <laughs> sort of lifelong performance art. <laughs> Because it will seem on the outside, it seems like Kim Kardashian's really great with her kids. Yeah, and she has, well, she did, she also met with Trump to talk about, like, prison reform, but she did get somebody, like, a longtime prisoner released. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a head-scratcher. The whole thing is a head-scratcher. But she doesn't seem to be, I'm not surprised to hear that she is, like, a little bit horrified by whatever the fuck is going on. Yeah, I, I'd say so. But yeah, looks like uh, it's uh, just about quits. Yeah, because I know Bay and Jay publicly will not um, be a part of them at all anymore. Yeah. They have completely, like, gone their own separate way. Well, they're definitely the weird friends. <laughs> All right, and that's all we got time for on today's page seven. Don't invite Yay over for dinner anymore. No. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Ye- yay? Is it Yay? Is it E? I don't even know. You know I don't know these things. But at the same time, you know, be what you want to be. Shoot for the star you want to shoot for. May not be everybody's star, but hey, it's yours. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening this week. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. I'm Molly Nethel. I'm MJKLCat. Marcus Parks uh, for everything. And I love you guys so much, and thank you for listening. And please start watching. Man, uh, I just, I'm just, I'm over the moon. I feel great. Everything is stress-free. Life is wonderful. (laughs) Happy Halloween almost. Watch Halloween 3 because it is one of the better ones, even though it has really nothing to do with the rest of the series in in the whole. And if you uh, love what you're hearing, please 
follow us um, on all of our respective social medias as well as come find us on Patreon. It is patreon.com slash page seven podcast. We're doing fun, spooky things over the couple, next couple of weeks and we just started back up our Riverdale Roundup. Yeah. So if you want it, you need it, Baby, why don't you come over here and get it? (laughs) We love you. We'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. Goodbye. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.